This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parsha of Yeshev Tavshin Pebez. This Parsha, we see Yeshev is being sold down to Mitzrayim by his brothers as a slave. And he ends up working for Potiphar. Potiphar's wife is trying to seduce Yosef, and Yosef is refusing. At one particular point, she grabs him, he leaves her with his coat, and he runs out. But Yimain, and he refused. Yimoin has that trop, that rare trop of the Shalshalas. This trop is so rare, it only appears four times in the whole Torah. Three times in Bereshus, and one time in Sefer Vayikra. And this forum tried to go through what is the purpose of the message of the Shalshalas. Is there perhaps a message that is woven through these four different times we have the Shalshalas? We have for the first time when light is being saved from Sudayim by the Malachim, and over there it says, V'yismama, in Perikyotas, Pasik Tazayin, V'yismama. And he delayed. They were trying to get him out, and he was looking for his money. The next time we see it is when Eliezer is looking for a wife for Yitzchak, and there in Perik, Chogdala, Pasik Yitbeis, V'yoymar. He starts to daven for the proper wife to be successful, and again it's the Shalshalas. And the third time we have in our parsha in Paraklamates Pasaches, the Yimain. And for a fourth time in Sefer Vayikra, in Parsha Sav, in Parak Ches Pasach of Gimel, Vayishchat, and he shechted. And that's also Shalshalas. What is it that all these four times have in common? And Rapam explained that there are times when a person is faced with a test, with an assignment. And he wants to pass to the Nisayan. But he also realizes, if I fail, I fail. Not everybody passes every Nisayan. You win some, you lose some. Says Rapam, these four times where Shoshelos was used were times where it was such a strong Nisayan, but the person themselves perhaps didn't realize how strong this Nisayan was. Sometimes the Nisayan is not just for you. But how you deal with that Nisayan is it a Shoshelos of Deiris. Shoshelos means a chain. And how it affects your chain of generations. It will affect you, your children, your grandchildren forever. And that's a power that the Nisayan is. And very often we don't realize how strong that Nisayan is. These four times, as Rapam explains, were Ashashalas. They were affecting the future generations. So for example, when Light Vayismaman used delaying, his other daughters were not going to be saved. And now he's playing around over here. Did he realize that from these two daughters, Amun and Moiv would come, Rus would come, David and Melech would come, Melech HaMashiach would come? He was playing around with generations. That was that Shalshalas. Eliezer goes to find a wife for Yitzchak. If it's not Rivka, it'll be somebody else. Again, the Shalshalas of generations, Yaakov, the Shvatim, all coming from that decision. And of course, in our parish with Yasef, if Yosef would not have been successful, he would have been taken out of the Cheshun. How would Kleistral have behaved in Mitzrayim? Would they have been successful in Mitzrayim, which would have affected Kabbalah Satara? And then again, in Sefer Vayikra, this is the handoff, the switch from the Bechayram doing the Avaida to now inaugurating the Kahanam to do it. The Kahanam will take over the Avaida. If the Kahanam wouldn't take over the Avaida, and the firstborn to lose it, we wouldn't have the Avaida. 
He explains her problem. These four shall show us the trump were times when people had an Isaiah, perhaps not realizing how it will affect the generations. And says her problem, we too have tests. It's true. Not every test will affect our generations, but some will. But we don't know which one's which. And therefore we have to be so careful every time we are exposed to the sign, which happens to us every day. We have to be so careful to try to overcome those in Sianus. Rishol Klein, who's known as the Belgian Valkyra, was Nifter a few years ago in Yerushalayim. When he was Nifter, of course many people came to Menachem Abel. After all, he was the Valkyra for the Rebbe, appointed by the Rebbe, and everyone knew who he was. He had many children. And the people that came inside, they would sit by that child who they knew. These were not children, they were already adults. On the last day of the Shiva, a fellow came in, and he just sat down in an open seat, didn't speak to anybody. None of the children seemed to recognize him. And one of the persons turned to him and said, thank you for coming. And the guy said, you're welcome. He didn't know what to say. And then the fellow tells him, he goes, you, you, you know my father? You know our father? He said, I met your father really only once. He says, really? Yeah. And that led me to come here. He says, let me tell you where I met him. I met your father in Auschwitz. I was a teenager at the time. And I was starving. I was beaten. I was tortured. But the thing that was on my mind the most was not the pain of being hit and the work and the labor and the freezing cold. But I was starving. I was so hungry. And I was walking around from garbage heap to garbage heap in Auschwitz looking for some food. I couldn't find anything. And I knew just a matter of moments I would collapse and then I would die of starvation. And I saw your father walking. And he asked me, he said, young man, are you, what are you looking for? Maybe I can help you. And I turned to him with every little bit of strength and I said, food. You have anything for me to eat? Some food. And your father looked at me and he walked over to me and said, I don't have any food either. I'm also starving. But let me give you what I do have. And he came over and he embraced me and gave me a hug. He said, you're a fellow Jew. Hashem loves you. And he gave me a big hug. That's what I can give you. Time went on. I survived the war. I was very bitter. I had a lot of questions. After the war, I ended up in Vienna. I ended up in England. And then finally I ended up in Eretz Yisrael. Many times I wanted to leave Yiddishkeit. But it was that hug from your father, that embrace, that told me that Hashem loves me, that kept me going. I got married. I have children. I have grandchildren. And I brought them up according to the Torah. Because of the hug from your father. I still feel that embrace. Amazing. He had nothing to give him. But he so kind realized, I do have something to give him. I give him a hug. And that's how it is with our Nishayinus. We don't know that sometimes we think we can't do it. We think we have nothing to give. We think we can't make it. But we do. Remember that, Shalshalas. And have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.